0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 980. We are only, am I wrong in saying we're 23 pages away from the end? That is correct. Goodness gracious. Chapter 150, Folly. Spring term rolled on. Contrary to what I'd expected, Denna didn't make any public performances in Imra. Instead, she headed north to Anilin after a handful of days. But this time, she made a special trip to Anchors to tell me she was leaving. I found myself strangely flattered by this and couldn't help but feel it was a sign that things were not entirely sour between us. The Chancellor fell ill, just as the term was coming to a close. Though I didn't know him well, I liked Herma. Not only did I find him to be a surprisingly easygoing teacher when he had been teaching me Yilish, but he had been kind to me when I was new to the university. Nevertheless, I wasn't particularly worried. Arwell and the staff of the Medica could do everything just short of bringing people back from the dead. But days passed and no news came from the Medica. Rumors said he was too weak to leave his bed, plagued with spikes of fever that threatened to burn away his powerful arcanist's mind. When it became apparent he wouldn't be able to resume his duties as chancellor anytime soon... The masters gathered to decide who would fill his place, perhaps permanently, should his condition worsen. And, to make a painful story short, Hem was appointed Chancellor. After the shock wore off, it was easy to see why. Kilvin, Arwell, and Lauren were too busy to take up the extra duties. The same could be said for Mandrag and Dal to a lesser extent. That left Elodin, Brandier, and Hem. Eladin didn't want it, and was generally regarded as too erratic to serve, And brandier always faced whatever direction Hem's own wind was blowing. That's the page and the chat. Nope, not the chapter. Just the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy.
1: Also, I was wrong. It's 13, not 23.
0: Oh, no. Oh, you're right. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're so close to the end. Goodness gracious. Uh, This is a chapter where the title, I think casts an immediate pall on the text of the page. Normally, we need to wait for the end of the chapter to to figure out what it means. But to me, the fact that this chapter is called Folly makes me think that every every assumption Quoth makes here is the wrong one. Everything is folly.
2: I think it is foreshadowing. I think if you're a first-time reader, you maybe are kind of glazing over it uh, and you're not immediately connecting it to the sword and Quoth's bar. But I think this chapter plus the way Kvothe's, uh, in the frame narrative in the next chapter starts talking. When you put those two together and look at this chapter title, it is really obvious foreshadowing. And I don't mean that as a slight, I mean, it's like effective, good foreshadowing.
0: This is also the final in-story chapter. After this, we have, it's also the, yeah, it's the third final chapter. The next chapter is back in the frame narrative. Uh...
2: And this chapter is also, uh, as often happens, Rothfuss loves to do. Uh, as as we kind of retreat from the from the main narrative into the frame narrative, we do kind of a slow zoom out that kind of sets sets the status quo and uh, and tidies things up before we leave.
0: Mm-hmm. And sets the tone as well, as you say, the new status quo. Uh, it, it also does the job of like. Setting up that status quo for book three. We don't have to waste time in book three having the election of the chancellor. We can just say Hem's chancellor now. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. Now, does this illness remind you of any other illness by any chance? No.
1: I mean, I feel like a lot of illnesses cause fever. Yeah.
2: But uh, Nick, are you saying that you, it reminds you of the affliction the affliction that the mayor had?
0: Maybe. I'm just asking questions. <laughs>
2: Nick rolling out his Glenn Beck-style chalkboard. Okay,
1: I kind of see it, but also I feel like lots of illnesses cause that kind of thing. And I think maybe Rothfuss just needed him to be a ways sick, and this was a good and easy way to do it.
2: Well, yes, but Jordana, Jordana, how much more narratively satisfying would it be if... He was being poisoned. It was the same poison that afflicted the mayor and Quoth failed to see what was happening right in front of him
0: until it was too late to stop it.
1: Okay, it would be absolutely fantastic, but it's still a cracked pot.
0: And also he's in no position to be listened to now that Hem is Chancellor. Also, who benefits? Hem. But I think it's more likely that, even if it's not the same poison, I do think it's likely that the same forces would use the same MO to remove a powerful uh, objective. And it also, like, he was being poisoned by his
2: arcanist. This is a place full of arcanists. Yes. Ah, uh, do you think they,
0: maybe they have infiltrated the arcanists? Well, no, I think that this is just, like, how arcanists like to bump people off. Oh, yeah, that might be true also. <laughs> I do, I have posited that there's, like, a return to the battle days coming under him. Yeah. Wait, and, like, how
1: did they solve the issue with the mayor again? Did he just figure out that it was that guy? Or did, they, did Quoth actually, like... Find a remedy.
0: Quoth watched him, watched him mix the poison, and then he also like gave him a counter toxin.
1: Okay, so ostensibly, if Quoth could figure that out, I feel like the people in the medico would be able to figure out he was being poisoned,
2: unless He'd they're part poisoned. of the conspiracy, right? Do what we if-
1: really feel like will is part of that conspiracy?
2: Probably not, but maybe one of his gillers. Maybe they're doing it without knowing they're doing it. I Here's the thing. I think that narratively and dramatically, it is satisfying to set up a specific poison that we know the symptoms of and have Quoth solve that problem and then have someone else use that poison later on in the book and this time Quoth doesn't fix it. I think that is good storytelling. That's good setup and payoff. Uh, and for that reason more than any other, I think that that might be what's happening here.
0: Now, uh, on the Twitch chat, we have been reminded by Patrick NotRothbos that the mayor was poisoned by lead. It would have to be something more complicated to fool the Medica. Yes. Uh, yes, but also, you know, who knows how many agents they have. I think it's likely that it's the same MO, but not necessarily the same poison. But also, it could just, you know, maybe I'll take the Jeremy tack here and say maybe it's just an innocuous illness, uh, but... I, think I that's can't part believe of... I
1: started this conversation being like it could be any illness, and then you guys were like blah blah poison, and then and and, and then it's turned around now. Now it's the opposite.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nick and I have <laughs> traded places. I also think that like that's that's one of the follies is quote like not not being too concerned about this. I think the follies are are manifold. I think the first one is the idea that things are not entirely sour between us. That's very different, right? Like if anything, Denna disappearing is she does that when she is when she does trust him and now for whatever reason things are different now she's letting him know that she's going like also he's why isn't that a scene also you think that would be an important scene to have the nuances of what their exchange is well i I
2: think if it was important we would see it
0: exactly so that's why i think it was probably like rather tense and terse and like i'm leaving do you have anything you want to say no okay bye
2: well, I mean, whoa, 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 I just a minute here. I just a minute here. That would be important information that we would have to see. So I think the fact that we don't see it means that it's
0: not there. But I see the thing is, I think, simple country lawyer, that any exchange that Quoth and Denna have are important at this time. All the nuances mm-hmm. are important. So it says something to me potentially, potentially about narrator Quoth that he doesn't want to share that scene with us. Might also We're be happy. that you know he's tired and he's trying to close up the story and it maybe doesn't. Yeah, matter he wants much. to go to bed. He just got the shit kicked out of him. And, and the other piece is that we could be setting this up to go through this scene later. You know, we We're could happy. in book three have him recount this scene. And what's important now is that we know that Denna said goodbye before leaving. That's another interesting piece now going into the end of this book. Whereas we've up until now almost always had. The benefit of hindsight when looking at this now we don't now we only we have to guess at what's being set up instead of going this is where they set up this thing Reasonable. you know more so than book one i think this book closes off most of the threads obviously there's still like major threads going on but there are fewer to me obvious threads leading into book three and book three is going to sort of stand alone in some capacity or at least more so than book one and two seem to.
1: I, yeah, I'm up on the fence over here. I, I have no idea what book three is going to go for really.
2: Uh, I think that somehow that bully that he set on fire in the first book will have returned and he will actually be the big bad and he'll be summoning an army of similar bullies on a, on a kind of like heretofore unnamed planet. Uh, He's going to like shoot lightning at the sky a lot.
0: Right. And all of the obvious plot threads that were laid as like directions that Quoth and his friends' characters could have gone on will just be ignored in favor of, uh, barely bog standard. Uh, yeah. Quoth like- will actually turn out to be a special
2: wizard. Uh, he and Denna are going to ride off into the sunset together. Um,.
0: Right, all oh, the Timmy non-white. Tell me a
1: good time, Jeremy.
0: Yeah, all the non-white characters will be relegated to supporting roles and made sure that they they are paired okay, up with terrible. with uh, with heterosexual mates of their own race. Mm-hmm.
2: You
1: know what, Jeremy's was like
0: all our
2: all our <laughs> beloved uh, like characters from the from uh, other books that we've liked in the past that are tangentially connected. to This are going to show up in like cameos. This is going to be a slug who's reacting to things in a live kind of way.
0: Okay, so
1: mm-hmm. I enjoyed the like the first two things Jeremy said, where it was like it's going to be a happy ending, and then everything else was just a disaster.
0: Yeah, that's how I felt about that movie, also, Jordana.
1: <laughs> Wait, yeah. what movie are we talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what
1: we're talking know. about? It? You guys are
2: doing a bit. <laughs> We've been doing a bit this whole time. I had no idea. This, this whole that's podcast not fair. has been a bit, Jordana. <laughs> Somehow the bit has returned.
1: <laughs> okay, but what is the movie? Star uh,
0: Wars. He-
2: Rise oh, of Skywalker, oh. the oh. the the turd capstone to the sequel trilogy. I yeah.
0: see. Um, the one that firmly planted the flag that Star Wars will not be about anything new and different, uh, and will will not try to challenge anything about itself.
1: All right, before you two get too sad about Star Wars, we should probably uh, either read a letter or end the episode.
0: Let's read a letter then.
1: Mailbag. No
0: this is from Bill, who writes a reminder. Hello, readers. Yes, you are nearing the end of book two, which is delightful, but I'm not writing to thank you for all the hard work, or to let you know how much joy you brought into my life, or for me to outline how each of you is wonderful. No. I'm writing to send a reminder that two of you are dead wrong, and one of you is practically perfect in every way. Is it me? I want to be perfect. (laughs) In fact, you have some boisterous members of your audience that like to bask in their fallacious beliefs. They write letters hoping to drown out the truth. The listeners doth protest too much, methinks. Third time pays for all, and the doors of stone will prove it. The shoemaker's son lives. Hashtag team not dead son.
1: Fine, yeah! Bill. Thank you. And somehow the
2: shoemaker's son has returned. I'm back for my shoes. <laughs> my
0: father gave my shoes away too soon. I've got to retrieve them.
1: Yeah, not dead son for the win
2: The dark side of cobbling Is a pathway to many (laughs) abilities Some consider to
0: be Unnatural When walking the path, make sure you are properly shod (laughs) As the cobblestones may be rough Mm -hmm.
1: It's it's important to know Whether you walk pronated or supinated In order to have healthy feet
0: Just to to tie this off I know you were joking about somehow Bike burned boy returning But I think it's likely that Quoth will encounter like a, a burned uh, and wretched street person up at some point, and the horrific consequences of his actions will crash back to him. Or maybe he did nothing wrong. A Listeners... ruined and terrible form of
2: life. <laughs> now perfected. Much like this podcast has been perfected, uh, once we were sloughed forth from the birthing pits under Isengard... <laughs> Uh, do you serve <laughs> like, whom do you
0: serve? I imagine him going down the line to every Urukai. Like, One whom at a time, you, each Urukai has to get like
2: slopped out of the trench. Like, whom do you serve? Whom do you serve?
0: He's uh, got his little assistant hurrying him along. <laughs> <laughs> got a three thirty, my lord. <laughs>
2: My lord, you have a Palantir call with Sauron.
0: <laughs> oh, that the new bit. Oh, okay, the bit of him, like, not being able to get a good connection on the Palantir. Being can like, you, y- can y- you hear me? Can y- you hear me? I think I, I can't hear you, but it doesn't say I'm muted. <laughs>
2: Your great eye, lidless and wreathed in flame, is frozen, my lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but listeners, we will never freeze. We'll be back tomorrow for another page.
2: Love. the...
0: Whee! Wow.